This is Homer and Tony. Yes, it's hard. i got to focus on the show, and I'm thinking about Price Picks. Price Picks also had another one where you get it automatically correct. It was uh, an NBA player and how many 30-point games the rest of the season. It's going to take a while for you to cash in on that. So all I need to do is get one correct on anything I pick, and I uh, win 100 bucks. Bet 50, win 100 Sweet! Should be able to find one. But that does not address the uh, flex today where they give you a free 20. If you lose, they give you your money back. And if you win, then you, you just win. Um, so Dylan will be here. You have to... Are you sure? Have you confirmed his arrival? No, I haven't. I'm, that was a bit of a hunch. Um, do you... Our discount liquor Twitter poll question. Do you believe the government can see you at every second of your life if they choose to? 68% say yes. 32% say 68% no. 68% are out of their mind. I say see you yes. In your house. Yes. Oh, without a house is nothing. How? Nothing. Whatever they have can, can look through walls. They, what do they have that can look through walls? I don't know. Whatever Superman? They, yes, that's right. Oh, X-ray and stuff like what that. What do they have that can look through walls? I don't know. I don't please know. tell me. I don't know. But I know they can do it. X-ray. That's it. I don't know what Ooh, it they is. they can see your shadow. Ooh, look, guys, I'm dancing. Uh, yeah, they'd be able to sell you, see your shadow and see what you're doing. Yeah. So I'm sitting on the couch. Well, fine. That wasn't the for? question. The question is, do you believe the government can see you at every second of your life? You just basically My agree. walls are lined with aluminum foil. They can't see anything. <laughs> they have something to deal with that. <laughs> no, they don't. I believe they, they can do. do. nothing with aluminum foil. Nothing. Aluminum nothing. foil is the... Is nope. the uh, you put it on your head. The, the aliens can't it's get it's through. The, all that it's stuff. It's the kryptonite. Know, something. All right. Can't argue with that. Told me. <laughs> Top three at three. I thought it was uh, tinfoil. The best of the best. The best of the pick of the litter, the creme de la creme. This list is as exclusive as it gets. Three, two, one. Okay, let's try It's the top three at three with Homer and Tony. Probably should have spent more time talking about Aaron Jones. Maybe we'll get to it this hour. I don't know how big a deal it is, though. I think he's good, but he's not that good. Yeah. Why don't Rodgers take a page out of his book, take a pay cut? Because Rodgers is Rodgers, not Aaron Jones. I understand that, but why can't he be somebody different? Why does he got to be himself? I I agree with you on that totally. The top three at three. Uh, Mine would be Shaka Smart, who is now a candidate for Coach of the Year. You know why? It should have always been that. You know why? Because when you're, it's one thing to be good. It's even better to be good after they thought you weren't going to be good. They were a preseason pick of ninth, ninth. in the Big East, and now. To which Tyler Kolick said, what? He said, F them. F them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, they are a game and a half up leading the Big East with four games left. There are many ways in which they can get at least a share of the Big East regular season title. Marquette has won it only once. That was 10 years ago. That was also the last time they won an NCAA tournament game. So, Shaka Smart moving into among the coaches considered as National Coach of the Year. And I would say if they win the Big East, and I don't know how many games count toward this award. I'm I'm sure it's a regular season award. Uh, if they win the Big East, I believe he'll be the National Coach of the Year. 
Ooh, national, not just Big East Coach of the right. Year. National Coach of the Year. Has he got Big East Coach already wrapped up? or? Uh, I haven't looked at it that closely. I'm not a big guy into Coach of the Year. I only care about one thing. What's NCAA that? NCAA tourney. Everything you about, else. You don't care about uh, Big East Championship? No. no. What? No. That's how you get in the Big East. Big tournament. Let's go. Okay, but you better do it in the tournament. Doing it in the regular season, nobody remembers. Mm. So you do get a banner up there. Win the conference postseason tourney. That would be a little bit more special, Marquette, because it's never happened. But. Okay. But. There's only one thing people remember. What's Buzz, that? Buzz Williams, by the way, won a Big East regular season title. So, sweet 16, sweet 16, elite eight, back to back to back years. That's what people remember about Buzz Williams. What do you remember about Tom Crean? Pebble, what do you remember about Tom Crean? Uh, Nothing. Sucked at Indiana? <laughs> you, know, you know where he's headed in Indiana? Such a hater. Okay, hold on. Take two. What do you remember about Mike and Tom Crean at Marquette? Dwayne Wade. Well, that wouldn't have mattered except for what? What did they have to do to remember Dwayne Wade? Final four. You bet. They don't make the final four. No, you still remember Dwayne Wade. Not the same way. Uh, Not the same way. You know how you'd remember him if they didn't win it? Doc Rivers. Doc mm. Rivers, great at Marquette. Who remembers it? Mm. Not much. Didn't win Jack. All right. Didn't win Jack. Nope. Uh, I I was uh, paying attention to Tiger. golf. Come on, come on. Thursday the and Friday. Dog, the haven't cat, done it. Whatever it is. What haven't is it? done it in a while because the big cat is out there. Big cat struggled today though. It's unfair. Had he had to play cat. so soon yep. after. He had a yesterday. quick turnaround. He had the late. Late start on Thursday, early start he Friday. Should have had the late. Not had enough the, rest. Should have had the early Thursday, yeah, late well, Friday. I'm sure he could have got it. Just had to talk to the tournament. It's his tournament. I know. That's what I don't get. I need to talk. We need he can to play talk whenever to, he wants to. Maybe cat. that's what he thought would be better for. Yeah, him. put the big cat but on the list. But if you watched the round, you didn't watch the round. I watched the I watched the round. He hit unbelievable shots. Just missed putts. His irons were freaking dialed. He almost hit a hole in one on one hole. I mean, he was dialed. Couldn't well, make a putt. The whole world wants him to. He win. was missing. Five footers, which he never misses. Never Correct. misses five footers. He couldn't make a putt to save his life. Shot three over, so he's one over. It's gonna be close to the cut line. How do we ask the discount liquor Twitter poll question? Homer says everybody wants what's wants uh, Tiger Woods to win a golf tournament. Is that that's not really a question? How would you put it? Agree or disagree? It'd be a, yeah, it'd be a great sports week. All right, he's not I, gonna win. This I can't week. speak for everybody. I'm gonna speak for myself. I want to see him out there. Do you want to see Tiger Woods win another tournament? Do you want to see Tiger Woods win the tournament this weekend? So uh, this, this weekend would be yeah. good, but he ain't yeah. going to happen. Maybe not, but then would you like it? Yes. yes. Hell yes. Of course. Who would? Put hell yes. Let's go, Put new mail. yes, no, and hell yes. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. But uh, I was just happy to watch golf on Thursday, Friday. I haven't watched golf Thursday, Friday in a long time. I'm just uh, a weekend guy right now without Tiger Woods playing. Yeah, and with the and with the tour split up like they are, uh, brutal. Half, most of the people in that other tour weren't factors anyway. Just, what? That's what they said. Brooks Kepka was not a factor. It hasn't been the last few years. No. What? When's the last time he won a major? Uh, Shambo not a factor. Uh, what? Again? Come on. Uh, who just won the British Open? I believe he's a factor. He that guy's a factor. Uh, yes. Okay, so no, we got one guy. Got Thanks. one, but you know, I don't, I don't think so. All right, uh, Pebble.
And just when you thought football was over, it's back because the what? XFL no, it's not. starts yeah. this weekend. Team oh, yeah, Team Buck. Yes, we're the Orlando Predators. That's our, That's I our think team. It's 54. I had 55, I'm but I'm I was gonna, wrong. I'm going right? to message him right now. But uh, yeah. no, they got some notable NFL players in it. They got Josh Gordon, Martavis, Martavis Bryant, AJ McCarron's in there, Paxton Lynch, Vic when Beasley. Are they, when, are they, when's Orlando playing? That's T Bucks team. Uh, Orlando plays uh, tomorrow night against the Houston Roughnecks at 7.30 on ESPN. Hmm. So you can catch that one. There's some rule changes going on. Two teams can score three points after scoring a touchdown if they like to place what? the ball at the 10-yard line following a touchdown. Yep, that's one of the new Wouldn't rules. Wouldn't you always go for that or not? Uh... Was this? Say that again, Pat. So you can, the team three. can score three points after scoring a touchdown. They can go okay. for three instead of two. They can go for three. Oh wow! If they place the ball at the ten yard line following a touchdown, uh, unlike the NFL, the clock will start in the XFL following incomplete passes and out of bounds plays prior to the two minute warning in either half. The clock will stop after first downs after the two minute warning in either half. Will be a ten minute half times. The XFL's adopted the onside kick rule alternative, where a team can try to keep the ball after a score by attempting to convert a fourth and fifteen from its own twenty-five yard line. Teams can compete complete a double forward pass as long as the first completion does not cross the original line of scrimmage. And overtimes will consist of alternating attempts from the opponent's five yard line. Each team will get three attempts or until a winner is declared. And obviously, the NFL is probably going to be watching closely because they've adopted some of some of the NFL or the XFL's rules. Yeah, their of own course format. they will. So we'll see what they uh, do with that. By the way, T Buck's nickname is in fact fifty four, not fifty five. He had fifty regular season interceptions and four in the postseason. No more double nickel. And he does have a. Uh, I can't believe he Homer let us oversold use that. it. Well, he didn't even argue the point ever. Uh, he also maybe has, he wasn't sure. I know this. He has one ring. With the New England Patriots. 54 interceptions, a lot of He's in the club. He's in the club, that's right. Nothing else matters. Got one! Got one. That's all that's you it. need. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah. He's love, in the club. You love saying that. You're making fun you of me. You said it. No, you make fun of me by saying hey, that. Dude, you you are it. making fun of yeah, me. Yeah, because you didn't Pebbles, try to go back on your own saying. Now, Pebbles, he make fun of you. No. know he's making fun of me when he yells. You try to Whenever go back. Whenever he yells, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're in the club. You know, I, you know what I thought? You're 50 Cent. You're in the club. That sounds just like me. <laughs> uh, by the way, Todd Rosiak of the Journal Sentinel is going to come on about 3.30 to talk about the Brewers. Rosie! Because I want to find out uh, if it's if I'm correct and that the, the Brewers are happy that their pitcher's mad. They don't care. Uh, they, Burnsy. Yeah, they're happy with Burnsy, man. They're too smart to not know that, and they don't care. The team didn't do what they wanted last year, even when they weren't mad, so maybe they'll do better if they're mad. Plus, he's gone. They're going to trade him anyway, so no. I think they're also disappointed that he'd be so upset. Like, he doesn't understand arbitration. That's what you do in arbitration. They shouldn't do it if they really love me. They don't have to, they don't have to, go, they don't have to blame him. Didn't know that. That's how you do it. you got to have a reason that you're convincing the arbiter why he, you deserve their amount. You're not going to say, hey, he's great. Well, what, you're going to lose the arbitration. Like, so, like, I, I mean, I guarantee you what the Brewers are saying privately. We, we didn't know he was junior high. We, I'm Don't sorry, concede. We didn't think, we didn't think concede the arbitration. High. No, they're not gonna. Why? Because it saves seven hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> it's nothing. Ar- well, arbitration. You can't get a player for seven hundred thousand. Well, no, but you're arguing between ten point one and ten point eight. So give it your best shot. So why even happens. argue? Why even argue? Because that's part of the system. 
They force us to go to you arbitration. You don't have to play by the rules. You don't have any choice. That's the yeah, agreement you, you have with the players. You can have the you can have the arbitration. You don't have to spray your guy though. Just be like, yeah, you know. The most they'd assumed he wasn't ten and understood that that's part of the system. Other people don't he take have said, it personally. Hey, he was he was good for us, but he could have been better. I don't know what they. They're said. not blaming him for stuff. Oh, I know. No, it was his fault. We didn't make the playoffs. Right. That, did they say that all year? No. They're saying it in arbitration. Consider the concept given the environment in which they did it. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You're 10 years old. You can't do that. I can't believe that you would say yeah. that about me. Yeah. Yeah. You think a guy's a great pitcher. He's not 10 years old. But he is. He right. is. Fine. He's fragile. Fine. Then we'll let him be mad. See how he pitches. <laughs> All right. You Dylan. Pitch better mad. You Dylan, we think. Get mad Aaron and be better. Aaron plays better when he's mad. No, he doesn't. He doesn't? All right. You don't no. buy that theory? That that's why he got the two MVPs because no. it was right don't after buy that they, theory at they, all. They, they drafted Jordan Love? Nope. All right. You know why? You don't understand, Fragile, because you're not. How about that? Pebble, Maybe pretty not. good answer, right? Huh? Got him oh, there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, no. So, oh, so yeah. you understand because you are fragile? Uh, no. <laughs> See, once Do again, I get to answer? You're just talking. Do I get to answer? Go ahead. All right. I've, How do you understand then? I've addressed, I've addressed fragile in our family. Oh, okay. And I will admit, I made a significant mistake uh, with our children because of that. Mm. I assumed that they would be not fragile because you're not fragile. Correct. And that's, you're a tough guy. And no, I'm not tough, but I'm not <laughs> fragile. That's really stupid. Is, you're in between. No, I'm not tough. What is what is Pebble? Uh, oh, Pebble is not fragile. No? No. Uh-uh. Beside from that, I don't know. But sure he's not fragile? Pebble? 1,000%. Are you fragile? I got emotions. <laughs> that wasn't the question. <laughs> that, that's an answer right there that tells mm. he's not fragile. That was a mean... It's, if somebody fragile would not say that. You want to ask me if I'm fragile, I'll tell you if I'm fragile. Are you fragile, Homer? Some things hurt. What? Some things hurt. Oh, jeez. So, this know, is horrifying. I don't think that was me. No, we got time for break. Let's go to break. It was brutal. <laughs> Next. We support free money on this show. We also support that if you say that Aaron Rodgers is going to retire, you must say, and no one else in the world of any significance believes that. That's what this show is. Riviera's par 71, just so you know. I'm Homer. He's the Hall of Famer. And joining us now is Dylan. He's going to help you take advantage of the free money that Price Picks. He going to try. By the, way, by the way, Price Picks has a new one out. About the NBA, about over 30-point 30 30 point games in the second after the All-Star. Who's the guy? Is the guy from Denver or something? All he needs is one, and you're in. Yeah, they got a couple like that. I was looking at... Now, the problem is you got to wait for so long, but all i got to do, I'm putting 50 bucks. All i got to do is find the other one that works because this is an automatic, and I win 100 bucks. They're giving the guy who has the most 30-point games in the league this year, Luka Doncic, he needs to get one, one of them. The, after the All-Star. Money. Right, so it's free money. But i got to hit one more. That's now, right. Tony Osafe will say I'm soft because if you got a free one, then maybe you should look at it another way. 
I think it's so hard. You are soft. I, but I, I'm playing I ha, again. The rule is you got to realize it's like playing horse with LeBron. Probably going to lose, so I got to take the easiest chance of winning that I have, mm. which would be one letter, right? That's but, true. Well, mm. And it's a lot more than just thirty point games too. They're giving a lot of different props for the second half of the season, right? Do you like any of them? Uh, huh? they set them really well. Okay. That's the problem. Yeah. And it's not the, the thing. It's <laughs> and not they set them well. Well, they make you wait. You got to wait through so many games to win or lose. Yeah, I mean, LeBron needs one triple double. That was interesting to me. Ooh, one triple. One what do they triple have for double. Giannis. What are Giannis's numbers? I'd like to look at that. Well, let's take a look. Yeah, because I all I need is one to win a hundred bucks. One for a hundred because the first half of the two, I need two. Correct. I get one correct easily. How about somebody picking the under on that? <laughs> yeah, let's just get messy. It's stupid. Well, uh, they didn't even put Giannis on here for the second half of the season. Oh, all right. They just don't even want to mess with it. Um, all right. Uh, so we should let you know we need to look at Van Vliet blocks. He gets a block. <laughs> you go over on that. I might. That might be my pick. That's on the ban list. I'm not. I'm not going there well, again. No, after no, he needs a couple games. <laughs> the in Van a row. Vliet needs a couple he likes games to pick in a row. Over. No, right. He, I need a couple games in a row where he's he doesn't get a block because generally he gets. You'd be amazed how many blocks he gets. I'd say he gets a block seventy percent of the games. He's not even a big guy either. He doesn't have a long wingspan. Tony can explain what goes on because I don't. What goes on then? How do they get a block? Right, he just kind of gets in. Yeah, you can swipe down. You know, you get a guy going up and you swipe it down low. They give him guards do to the bigs all the time. That's a block shot. But isn't it a steal in some places? It's not a steal because you don't always get the ball. You just knock it away. They're going up for a shot and you knock it away. It's a block. If you block it, can you get a block and a steal on one play? If you if you grab the ball, yeah. Okay. All right. All right, Dylan. What do we got again? This is prize picks. And uh, we promote free money, and if you do it wisely, and maybe if you're also uh, soft, as Tony would say, you, you, I, I, I don't think you can lose. Tonight is sneakily one of the most fun events of the season for the NBA. It's the Rising Stars Tournament. Ooh. So they got the young players in. Mm-hmm. Let's check uh, with Tony on that. I already, I already did golf, so I messed up so that's, on my free 20. That's uh, 21 young players across three different teams, and they got a team of G-leaguers as well who are playing. So they get uh, two games to a target score of 40, and then whichever two teams win from that play to 25. So tonight, Prize Picks is giving us a chance to bet on that first round of games where they go to 40. Uh, who's the kids for? Uh, uh, is it Carolina? Manchero is that who's he play with? No, it's Orlando. Yeah, he's on, he's in Orlando. Yeah. He's uh, Paolo Paolo Benchero. Yeah, they got yeah. him at eight and a half. That seems like a good bet on me. But so I thought that as well. But the thing is, this tournament gets weird, and so you don't know who's going to step up. And that's why yeah. I kind of tried to lean into it a little bit, especially with the All Star narratives. Uh, Walker Kessler, they're giving him four and a half points. That's Scotty the, Barnes. You mentioned him. He's Scottie kicking Barnes, butt. Yep. He's at six and a half. I like that. What, what am I missing? <laughs> You like you have to be like Fat Jack. Whenever I get excited, you say, you know, settle down, settle down, yep, bad temper it. expectations." Because this is the kind of game where guys you won't expect will go hunting for shots. So I've noticed. I mean, in years past, I went through the box scores. It's not a lot of star players or star rookies who are carrying the weight. Yeah, it's last, chuckers. That's right. There's guys who just want the ball. Like Bones Highland last year was the yeah. guy who's hitting his points. And so now they set the line high. Bones at seven. Here you go. And a half. I kind of like the more like lower risk. So they have Jalen Williams, the rookie from uh, Oklahoma City, at four and a half points. Okay. And he's playing on a team that's really tell me, weak. Tell for me again, what's this format wins. again? So it's uh, two games in the first round, 
They're both with a target score of 40. So first team to hit 40 points wins. Yeah. Okay. And then the winners of these two games go on to the final, which is a game to 25 points. So are we just talking about the first game here? Yep, they're only putting up the first game right now. Yeah. I'd imagine they'll put something up for the final. But sure. Jalen Williams, four and a half. I got that. I'm only doing two because I've spent my... Scotty Pippen Jr., any good? I have him under because oh. they're giving him seven points, which is most than they're giving... Basically anyone besides the Ben Caros of the ben world. Ben Caros, eight and a half. Yeah, there you go. See a lot of sixes and a halfs. Kevin Mobley, half. seven and a half. So I'm I'm pairing two of them. Do you know who Scoot Henderson is? Have you heard about yep. this kid yet? Yep. So Scoot Henderson is playing Mac tonight. McClung, he's a chucker. I don't know if he's any good, but yeah, he, he is ain't going to make any shots. He's Didn't just he? a dunker. Right, yeah. okay. I was thinking dunker. about the under there. All right. Back where you were going, Kenny Lofton Jr., all these kids. I like him, too. I'm taking Scoot Henderson over six and a half points. This guy is, I mean, if, if it wasn't for I, Wemby this year, he's the number one pick. Yeah, I mean, I, I do like uh, I do like guards, though, as opposed to bigs. they're going to control the ball. Yeah, yeah, because they'll be chucking up shots. That's, so we that's got just Scoot Henderson over six and a half. Yeah, Scoot's good. That's right, uh, yeah. And Scoot's handling the ball. They're going to give it to him. Scotty, under, Scotty Pippen's kid under seven and a half, and Jalen Williams over four and a half. That's right. How's Scoot getting the game anyway? Gosh, because they they gave uh, this the whole team is G League guys. Oh, it's G. Okay, I got you. So Jason Terry is coaching that team too. It's going to be interesting. Um, I think Scoot's just going to so get the ball. So there's a G League team against a, a group of NBA players. That's right. Yeah, they're um, using this to showcase some of these young guys. Well, then shouldn't the NBA players whoop them? In theory, uh, yeah. Hey, I tell you right now, Scoot is good. He's, He's really, really good. good. <laughs> He's good. That seems like He's the really best good. bet. He'll get about, you at three levels. How about Quentin yeah, Grimes? Uh, Isn't he with the Knicks? I liked Quentin Grimes, too. He's always a negative. He never has a free throw or something. They play him 0.5. Oh, Evan Mobley, tell me. Is he the guy with uh, is the guy with Cleveland? The Cavs, yeah. Mobley's good. He's fantastic. Yeah. But again, it's a big. Are they going to give him the ball, though? Well, but may, I wouldn't do points. I would do him rebounds. Or do they not do anything? They don't do that. They're just doing points for this. Yeah. It's also unpredictable. It's a different it game is. format. That I would go, this is the epitome of a gamble. Like, that, you got yeah. no freaking well, no, idea. Mobley, I would go under that. Yeah, you did the right thing. Uh, bet on golf on the back nine. No, I, what That's about best Mobley bet. under seven and a half? What do you think? Mobley was really good in the Rising Stars Challenge mm-hmm. last year. Did he score points? Or he, he did, just, yeah. Oh. He scored points. I think he had like a 12-point game oh, in there, 14-point game. on that one. You don't like Never mind. Forget. I looked at it, too. I was thinking about the over, and then I saw how high the line because was. Because right I'm thinking, I got I got Scotty whatever, Henderson, what are they Barnes. Scoot Henderson. Uh, Williams Scoot Henderson. and them. And they got Scotty three, Barnes. And I'm going to do two different pairs. I'm going to take two of the three and three different ones for five bucks. Right, I like Try that. Try to hit one. Just tease them a little bit. and yeah. then uh, you, Who do you like, Tony? For what the rising stars? Yes. Did you have somebody that you were mentioning? Uh, no. no. I mean, right. like I said, I, 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 would, I would go guards. Okay. Well, Scoot is good. I'm going to go him. Uh, uh, Scotty Pippen go, under. Scoot, Williams over. And Scotty Pippen. I don't know about Scotty Pippen. He said you said under. What's what's he at? Oh yeah, you're going Seven under. And a okay. Half. I'm going. I'll, under. I'll go under. And yeah. then Williams, you have over. I have Williams over, and I got one more. Yeah. Uh, Walker Kessler. So this game's mm-hmm. in Salt Lake City. Uh, he's Ooh. the only rookie for that team, and also he's playing against a team that doesn't have a center. And this so guy's like 7-2. Over. You're going over. So, yeah, I'm taking him to get five points. All right. Uh, again, you, this has nothing to do with the thought that I'm addicted to gambling, which, of course, isn't true. But that's what <laughs> you says. are. No, this is free money. Free money. You're addicted to gambling. Stop it. If they had free stuff at Aldi's, I'd tell you to go there and just well, pick it up. Why are you trying to act like you're not addicted to I mean, I just don't get it. Because that just, is you not, are, dude. Who cares? That is not what this is about. Dude, you're addicted. So what? That's two, those are two different uh, issues. 
right, here's the other question. Here's the real question. Dylan, who do you like for the three-point contest? Oh, good question. Who do you like for the three-point? We got Tyrese Halliburton, Tyler Hero, Buddy Heald, Kevin Herter, Dame, Dame Time Lillard, Lori Marketing, Julius Randle, shockingly, and Jason Tatum. I like the under on Julius Randle. I don't know how he got there. <laughs> that was hey, well, Homer looked at that before because we were thinking about. Remember, we looked at he shoots ten a game. Yes. Mm, yeah, yeah, he, he does. certainly doesn't make anything close well, to ten. That, that, he, that he, he, chucks, here. he chucks. He chucks at ten. Who's going to win this one? I like Dame Lillard this year. He's been fantastic. Dame's been, he has been on fire. This has been arguably Buddy. his best season. Yeah. Buddy. Buddy's good. You like Buddy Hill? I do. Buddy's a pure shooter. Yeah, Dame's yeah. the scorer, but Dame can chuck it from deep. Dame's going to try the four-point shots. He's got that All range. Right. All right, we now have that up. So, uh, Todd Rosak on what's going on with the Brewers. I think he's already at spring training. Uh, so, you want to be on every week, right, at 315. If you have me, I'll be here. You're on. Next. Where's all my soul, sisters? Let me hear your flow, sisters. Hey, sister, go, sister, soul, sister, flow, sister. Who is this? Who is this? Come on, Hall of Famer. Who is this? Yeah. It's a bunch of people. This is Lady Marmalade. Oh, I know the song, but I don't know who it is. Yeah. That's, uh, you got Little Kim Christina in there. Aguilera. You got um, Christina Aguilera in there. Wow. You got a bunch of girls. Yeah. yeah. Joining us now is Todd Rosiak, who covers the Brewers for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, and he's going to destroy me if some of my opinions are crazy. Todd, good afternoon. I would never destroy you, Homer. I want to be. I'm you open, should. I'm open to being destroyed. First of all, it's been my belief that Craig Council can be manager as long as he wants. He has a lifetime contract, and now I'm reading stuff like, "Well, his kids are in college. Maybe he wants to leave a couple years to watch them play ball." So, does he have a lifetime contract? Do you think? I think Craig Council is going to be manager of the Brewers as long as he wants, and that's. Kind of the question is how long does he want to do this? You mentioned he's got the two boys in college. He's got a couple of daughters, one of whom is in high school. And uh, as a father, I would assume you feel that pull. You know, you want to spend time with your family. You want to see your your, your kids grow up. And, you know, for him, he spent so much time in the, in the years that he's managing, uh, you know, tending to the team. Obviously, you, you that's that's kind of the write-off. That's the trade-off that you make. But, um I, I would say that that um, you know while this has been a hot topic in the off season, it's it's kind of much ado about nothing. Um, you know, Craig Council has told us several times that he's he basically has an open line to Mark Adonazio, which is not surprising. And they've talked about this, and uh, you know, Matt Arnold has has told us as well that um, you know his door is always open. It's up to it's up to Craig. And and uh, so this is the final year of his contract. To. Is that accurate? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. And, and Craig Council said he's he's comfortable with that, and he's looking at you know nailing this down and giving them an answer one way or the other more toward the end of the season. So, all right, what if he said, "I just want to take a year off to watch my kids"? Is that even a, a feasible option? I mean, do, would they would they agree to that? I don't. I don't. I don't think that he would do that. Oh, honestly. okay. Um, you know, I think it, I think it would be one way or the other. Like, yeah, I'm going to step away and be done and and watch my kids, or I'm going to stay on for the long haul. I don't think he would put them in that hmm. position. See, what I would do is I'd say like, I'm I'm done. 
But uh, you know, a couple of years when the kids are older, then I'm gonna I'm gonna get back into it. But that's not a feasible option either. Yeah, I don't I, I don't see that happening. I mean, there's right. really not been a precedent for that. So yeah. All right, let's get to Corbin Burns. I think he's acting like a ten year old. I do not believe the Brewers at and all. I think the, and I think the Brewers screwed up. All right, okay, very good. And and I think they knew what they did was going to get him mad. They don't care. I think the organization is irate. At the, at the clubhouse and everything last year and on the team went in the tank, all because they traded a closer when they had another great closer. And so I don't think they give a hoot. I think they were willing to move everybody in that roster, given that. And they knew he would be mad and didn't care. Plus, they're going to trade him at some point this season. Destroy, agree with, whatever you want. Uh, I mean, it's, this, is, this is the ugly side of arbitration. And no matter how many times you have players and teams saying, wow, this is the process, and this is what we go through, and we understand, you know, sometimes one side is going to be unhappy. This is the unfortunate byproduct. You've got a, you've got a player that, um, you know, obviously is very unhappy with the way it played out for uh, over what he felt was not a whole lot of money. I think it's more the principle with him than anything, and the Brewers have a, you know, formula and uh, a way of going about arbitration that they stick to. And they were not able to come to an agreement before the deadline, and it went to the hearing. And unfortunately for Corbin Burns, it went the way it went. He lost. And and at the same time, he has every right to speak his mind. I would think that the Brewers probably would argue some of the points that he made yesterday when he talked to us. Rosie, it's not about – I don't know necessarily. It didn't sound like he was mad about losing necessarily. He was mad about what they said. uh, Well, that's that's what I was going to say is is, – it's kind of a he said, she said. We're, right. Nobody's in that room except for Corbin Burns, his agents, and the Brewers' lawyers. Uh, from the Brewers' perspective, from what I understand, uh, the way Corbin Burns uh, portrayed that discussion uh, was not entirely accurate. And unfortunately, the Brewers are also in a position where, you know, it, it becomes he said, she said. You drag this out even more. So the Brewers, um, you know, they, they made their statement yesterday after the fact. They're standing by it. And, uh, you know, in a couple of days, this will all blow over. But fans, of course, won't forget it. Corbin Burns isn't going to forget it. And like Homer said, I mean, depending on how the season goes, uh, you know, Corbin Burns is certainly a, a major uh, trade ship if the one the Brewers decide to play it. But certainly not the way you want to start uh, pitchers and catchers spring training, that's for sure. Well, they, yeah, I was going to say, Burns, Burns has got to understand um... – have they ever been uh, Brewers? Got to know. Have they ever been like married? Like it doesn't matter what you thought you said. It just matters how you made the other person feel. But they knew he was going to be mad. They knew he was going to be mad. They knew that's about They don't care. They you didn't care. Watch how you say some stuff. You just why? Don't why? you think the Brewers knew the risk of him being mad uh, was a high percentage? You're, you're both if they right. Win? You're both right. Yeah. Tony, you make a good point, and that's what we were talking about today. Is that? It's perception, you know, what, whether or not, you know, what, what, you know, the accuracy of what was said. Corbin Burns perceives it as that. So that's what Correct. It and for, yeah, and from the and from the Brewers' perspective, I, I definitely think they knew that he was going to be perturbed. I think they probably were a little bit surprised with how strongly he came out. And uh, you know, I just kind of checked in with Corbin this morning when I got into the clubhouse, and uh, you know, it's kind of made it made a little bit of a joke about the situation and said, hey, you know, you kind of lit up Twitter a little bit yesterday, huh? And he, and he said that his wife had told him that he was uh, one of the trending, top trending topics on Twitter, which he got a kick out of. So, but I, I mean, that all that aside, he's still a professional. 
he's got a job to do. The Brewers are counting on him to pitch, you know, as well as, if not better than he did last year. And, and, and I think, you know, the, it's, it's going to be the old nose to the grindstone and, uh, you know, get to work now. I'm assuming that he's going to be traded. Uh, I can't see them being able to afford uh, either he or Woodward. Your thoughts? Yeah, I, I, I mean, and you're in a trick box right now too, right? If you're Tom, Ar- Tom Arnold, if you're Matt Arnold, because, um, you know, you've got a team that's expected to contend again this year. It makes it easy if all of a sudden you have a bunch of injuries or a bunch of underperformance and you fall out of the race early. But if you have a team that's going to be competitive, as most people expect, uh, you know, what do you do? I mean, you can't trade a guy when you're in the, when you're, uh, in the hunt. And then the I got to wait in the offseason and move them both. How about that? Well, exactly. And then, and then it becomes a question of what do you do in the offseason? What if you have a competitive team again going into next season? You make a few more tweaks. Let's just say for, for argument's sake that Christian Yelich all of a sudden rediscovers something and he hits 300 with 25. Ooh, then you might keep him for like that Yelly. last year to start. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's hard, it's hard to predict. It's, it's a tough spot. And that's, that's what the, you know, Matt Arnold gets paid the, 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 the big bucks for. But uh, let's just get through this season first, see how it goes. And uh, there's no question they do have multiple big-time trade ships if they so choose. Talking with Todd Rosiak, he covers the Brewers for the uh, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, and now they allow your articles to be like eight miles long. Am I correct in that <laughs> the people that get the paper benefit from the time and the words that you're allowed to give all this information about the Brewers, which you probably didn't get that much space years ago. Uh, it's a little, you know, it's obviously different because as, as many people will know, you know, the news, much of the news, unfortunately, because of our deadlines being pushed up so far, much of the news is a day later, but on the flip side of that coin, yes, we are allowed to go a little bit longer. And then of course, you know, we, we, we try to get as many people as we can to our website where we have unlimited space and ability to, you know, incorporate videos and, and embed tweets and all the, all the other neat things that we're able to do. So there's never any shortage of news down here and things to write about and, uh, Never any shortage of requests for stories and content from my bosses, that's for sure. Talking with Todd Rosiak, I think the team, uh, David Stearns, counsel had no idea that they would be so emotionally whipped by the trade of Hader, uh, given they thought they would realize they got this great closer who's there to take his place. Chemistry! Have you ever heard of that? I know, but that's my point. I don't think they, I think they blew it in terms of the they chemistry did, on the team. They thought the group was tougher, they're soft, fragile. They collapsed no, you just after blew the, the loss of Hater. Doesn't well, mean they're soft. I don't know, we'll you see. Just blew the chemistry. We got your opinion now. Now the time right, can crush Rosie me says. if he wishes. Take it away. <laughs> uh, I mean, 100%. They underestimated the effect of that trade. There's no question, and they've come out multiple times and, and said that. Um, and then, uh, you know, Tony, you're you're totally right. There is a chemistry, and sometimes it's very fragile on a team and in a clubhouse. And it proved to be very fragile last season with, with Josh Hader moving did on. You did, know, not only... did you know that it was that fragile? And should uh, the executives of the Brewers, including Council, be held accountable? Or is it legit to say it's appropriate to have been shocked and surprised? Uh, I, I definitely think that it, it was uh, – it, it's hard to put into words how shocked everybody was because not only were they in first place at that point, you're trading away the game's best closer – uh, but you're, you're, do, you're taking away 
Corbin Burns' best friend, one of Brandon Woodruff's best friends, Devin Williams' best friend. Whoa. It, 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 it just it, it, t- it shook everything up. It turned everything upside down. The flip side of that coin is, yeah, I get all that, but these guys are paid a lot of money to perform, and I think you're, you're allowed a little bit of a grace period here, you know, a few days to – to be upset about it, but then you got to turn the page and you got to move on. And they didn't do that quickly enough. You know, they got swept in that series in Pittsburgh right after, and that just kind of set the whole thing in motion, all the, the, the chain of events in the motion that ended with them falling out of the playoff race at the end of the year. It was ugly. Yeah, no, way, if, no other way to describe it. If Stearns had known what he knows now, I believe he wouldn't have made the trade. He'd wait I until the offseason. I tend to agree with you on that, Homer. I think you're right. And he's trying to figure out what we not see, what we miss. What would you tell him? If he asked you, maybe he did. What we miss, Todd? What I know they're friends, but what didn't we see that you? I, I think I think more than anything, it, it was the the feeling, like I said before, that they took away one of the team's top weapons. One of, even though even though Josh Hader was struggling at that point, you got to point that out as well. They were worried about... And you had Williams, who you thought could fill the role. Right, right, right. So there there were those mitigating factors as well, but I, I really think that they underestimated the impact of taking away, again, one of the best closers in the game and one of the top players on that team out of the mix uh, from a team that was, you know, at that point in first place and really expected to, to win a division again and get back in the playoffs. That's, that's, I, I, I understand that. That's a tough blow if you take the, that one of the best players off a team and you're, and you're trading them for a guy who you think is going to be good and Taylor Rogers, but really was bad. And then a couple of prospects is a player on that team. You're like, what the heck? Wait, what are we doing? I, I totally get that. So it's, it, it was just a screwy deal from the beginning. It certainly backfired in their faces. They admitted as much. And now it's Devin Williams' role moving forward. And, and, it, and we all saw what Josh Hader got in the offseason, $15 million. No way the Brewers are going to pay that for a closer. Yeah, but they could have had him for the rest of the year. Um, I don't know what my last question was because I forgot. But we're late anyway. Thanks. We'll do this again. <laughs> Thanks, Rosie. Hey, I love it. Miss you guys. Yeah, man. Good to, good to talk to you. Yeah, we'll do it again. Hey, Todd, don't be a stranger, pal. Todd Rosiak. Right, it'd, be nice if you agreed, it'd be nice if he agreed with me more. Uh, next. I mean, I'm convinced, based on my own instincts, and knowing the NFL and knowing what, what happens after all these defeats, and discussions with someone who has just firsthand knowledge of this organization, of the Packers' uh, internal debates, that they are done with Rodgers. That that's the way it is right now. That he's not coming back. I mean, they're disgusted with him, and they're done with him, and they're moving on. And you know, we're, this is going to involve money and a trade partner, and all kinds of things. But I'm totally convinced he will not be their starting quarterback this year. On the other hand, they love Jordan Love. They think he is the second coming now. They have seen enough in practice for three years that they believe he is like Rodgers 2.0. That's where this organization is coming from right now. They have turned the page, just like they did to Favre in uh, June and July, those months there, the summer of 2008. What? There it is, Bob McGinn. He, though, that what? Wasn't that, that where he said that um, he's not going to be back. What? He also said, too, that if Rodgers does come back, he's going to be the backup. 
That's ridiculous. I would say that's ridiculous. That's you want to hear that? We can play right now. Well, no, that tells you that. Also ridiculous that they're talking about. They think Jordan Love is the second coming. I don't think so. Well, no, you don't agree, but they could think that. I don't think they think that. I believe they do. If they did, they would get rid of Rodgers. They wouldn't be worried about him coming back. They're they're happy to have Rodgers play one year and then take over. You have the second coming right there. Why would you want Rodgers? Because he's he's better than than that guy this year. For one more year. Yeah. Not the second coming yet. It's going to take some oh, time. That's not what he said. No. Second sure. coming, man. All right. Sign well, him up Aaron right Rogers now. Aaron Rodgers went eight. What, what was they the first year under Rodgers? Four and eight? All right. Go ahead and play the Rodgers the backup. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Even if Rodgers comes back to collect that 59, $59 million, I think he's the backup. And he can try to, you know, he could try to ruin the whole operation. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he Ow. would. But he knows that's not going to happen. And he's going to accept a trade somewhere. Um, he knows he can't live with that, and the Packers fans and everybody. It's love's turn. The organization's going that way, and that's the way it is. And they are well, they're so done with bah! and this is this is everybody, I'm told. This is Murphy, this is LaFleur, this is Gutekunst, this is the, the whole shooting match. That they are they've turned the page and uh they don't see Rogers as a guy who's really working hard anymore. They see a guy who when he reported this year, his body wasn't as so-called tight and strong as it was. They see a guy who's, you know, blew yeah, off the, the offseason you know last the year, and they can they all this gobbly gook about what they say in pressers, but yeah. that just infuriated them. And um, a great chess they're done. And it's a hard guy to be done with, but because he's going to be on McAfee and do all this stuff and undermine the organization as best he can because he doesn't care. Really? But they're moving on. Yeah. And that's the way it is. Yeah. I wish. Bob McGinn and the Go Long podcast. That, that's going to convince Rogers. That's what you leak out. So Rogers says, I don't want to be here anymore. That's a great leak. Yes. Good. Get it out there. Piece of trash. Why would we want that piece Jordan of trash? Jordan Rock's second coming. Yeah. Ah! I want to start him now. That's what I'd leak out if I was the Packers. Let's see if Aaron Rodgers is so ticked off that he doesn't he want to come back. came in unmotivated. He's going to be a backup. You He's going to try to ruin it. <laughs> you come back and you're the backup. Yeah. Yeah, go with that, buddy. I tell you what I'd say if I was Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you try to sell that. Yeah, he'll be, he'll be looking good sitting there with a the clipboard. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna make me as a good like backup. Rodgers hey, just a backup. I hey, like it. Hey, you know that 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 little guy you got as head coach? You think he's gonna play Jordan up ahead of guy. me? Not a chance. I gotta Whatever just look at. Needs. I gotta just look at Matt Lafleur wrong, and he'll check it out. Yeah, let's keep going. Like you, hey, put you, uh, put Rodgers in. <laughs> do I think Lafleur is ready to move on? No way. No. No way. Too soft. All right, what do we do? We need a break or what do we have? One call, that's break. all. David Gruber, one call, one that's call. all. That's all. And just to recap our one call from last weekend, uh, Tony had Scotty Scheffler and John Rahm both finish in the top five. They did. And Homer had Jalen Hurts winning Super Bowl MVP. And he should have. I had Devontae Smith winning Super Bowl MVP. We were both and wrong. Dario had Patrick Mahomes winning Super Bowl MVP when he was cousin sub of the day. Yeah, he was right. He nailed it. Of course. I got the... Uh, what did you have? Uh, yeah, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Oh, they both, it should have been co-MVPs. That's what it should have been. Oh, they should have won the game. That's true. But even if they even losing the game, he deserved to be co-MVP. Mm-hmm. He played so well, he gave him a touchdown and still was worthy of the MVP. you got to play really well to do that. All right, I have Marquette will be at their best ranking of the year. Uh, they will be nine or better in the ranking. Nice. Nine uh, or better. I got Max year. Homa. Winning the Genesis Invitational. Oh. Tiger Wood. Gonna miss the cut. I should have picked Tiger Woods to win it. <laughs> it would have been a miss. 
Probably. All right, what do you got, Pebble? I'm taking Mac McClung to win the slam dunk contest on Saturday and Dame Lillard to win the three-point contest. Have they already ruled that Giannis is out playing, or have they not said Probably. anything? He's got to be out. Yeah. Jacked up wrist. There's no way he should play. Don't mess around. Nope. I think it's still Sit down. Smile. Say Sit down and win this second chip. There you Giannis. go. That's it, bro. Have a He's good weekend. He's going to be the backup if he comes back. Ah! <laughs> Who tries to sell that? Listen, I would... I would <laughs> I would buy one of those fake certificates to see Rogers be a backup. Uh, I got a better chance to be president this year than Aaron Rodgers back as a backup. All right, hey, put that up as we go. Yeah, put I don't that have up. To do nothing but stay black and die. White people. I will bet anybody. I can't do it. We'll do it live. <laughs> do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. <laughs> Things suck. Station. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Breast. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Breast. For your sports talk fix every day.